Welcome to Life with Zan. I'm your host and friend, Zan Farrow. This podcast was designed to celebrate how each of us breathe life into our own little corners of the world. Whether through work or play, it is my hope to honor the process and encourage others to do the same. Welcome to Life with Zan. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be back with another episode. I really miss podcasting when I'm not doing it, and I'm glad I set the goal for myself to uh, post 12 podcasts for 2021, one per month, and that's cool and all, but I'm not going to lie. I wish I could do more. I mean, I can. There's no rules, right? And I have no problem with going above and beyond a little bit, but I appreciate this space so much, and even though I sit in a room by myself and (laughs) talk to nothing into a microphone, um, I still feel like it's this sit-down quality time we get to have with one another. I've shared many times that quality time is my love language, and being able to have open and honest conversations, even if it is just me speaking into a microphone, feels really good and special, and I hope you enjoy it just as much as I do. Today, I wanted to just chat and catch up and share things that have been going on in my experience in my life and with my work, and hopefully it's a little bit entertaining, maybe funny, and maybe just relatable a little bit. Some piece um, resonates with you and your current experience and how you've been feeling in the last few weeks or maybe even longer. So... I talk a lot about energy on this podcast and I can't help but notice how my energy has been reacting the last few months um, now that we're getting out and doing more things and I've really learned that I uh, missed being around people so, so much in that I almost have more energy now than I used to. Like I get this rush of excitement and then I'm kind of on a high for a little bit but then eventually there comes a crash. For me this really is just kind of coming down from the adrenaline of getting to do things again. There's still so many things I um, haven't been able to do again yet and I know that the first time I get to go do some of these things, it's just so exciting. It's like, yeah, I finally get to see this person again. I get to go to this uh, restaurant or place I love going or, you know, just revisiting a lot of spots, doing lots of things we used to do. And in the moment, it feels so fun and it's exciting and it's happy. And um, I enjoy that. And normally I would burn out a little bit faster. Like back in the day, I would only, you know, I wouldn't be like, yes, let's go to this place and this place and this place. But I somehow um, have this new adrenaline that kind of keeps me going. Um, And I don't know, like maybe, maybe y'all are experiencing that too. Suddenly you're like, oh, I'm not just going to dinner. We're going to dinner and then we're going to go it's so-and-so at their house. And then we're going to go to that bar and then we're going to go to that patio and then we're going to go to this. Like this new momentum that I haven't had in a long time. And I think a lot of my friends are in that same place where we're like, oh, if we're hanging out, we are hanging out. If we're doing something, we are going all in. And that's been really fun and exciting. But there has been this like crash. Like I said, this experience of hitting a wall where I realized that number one, this is not sustainable at all. I can't just push through um, being tired and I need to 
watch my energy and kind of find the balance again, like relearn. It's like when you go to college and you have all this freedom and you kind of have to learn like your limits when it comes to sleep and making time for things and doing the adult stuff, like, you know, running your errands, paying your bills, all these things, like finding the rhythm. Like I feel like we all have to find our rhythm again, like the new normal. And it's so silly because obviously uh, I've been, you know, I haven't lived at home for a long time. I've been living as an adult for so long, but that doesn't mean there's not changes and a new season. And that doesn't mean it doesn't give off like maybe an uncomfortable experience or um, might be a little bit rocky for a bit while you're trying to settle into what your current life looks like, what this season of uh, going out and doing things again feels like, or maybe in work, like things are just different. I know so many friends that are returning to the office now or have like a date in the near future where they know they're going to be going back and all those feelings and emotions and fears around what is that going to look like? Am I going to like sitting in the office again? Or am I going to miss kind of this experience of being with people? Like, am I going to be happy to be back? You know, the ebb and flow of all that. And we're all just doing our best. And so if you are in that place where you're returning to the office, remember like everyone around you is going through the same thing. And in one way or another, whether it's affecting them at work or at home. We got our, we all got used to being around our pets so much. I know that's a big thing. Uh, the more Shelby and I go out and do things, we have to like remember our cats are not used to being home alone for that long. And um, we try to be cognizant and aware of that. Uh, not that we're ever gone for... Um, we don't leave them overnight. We always have a cat sitter, but if we have like a long day planned out, we try to, you know, keep, be aware of that because they're going through it too. Like they've had a weird experience where suddenly we were home all the time and they got used to it and it was a comfort to them. So us going away is, you know, scary and it changed um, in the same way we experience. Now, those of you that have kids, like, wow, um, in my mind, kids are so resilient but that doesn't mean they're not experiencing and feeling the change and most importantly feeling and experience what we're going through um they pick up on our ups and downs our feelings our highs and lows and they're uh smarter than we think and it's important to have conversation and sit with them and that goes for any family members any friends roommates somebody you see that's going through something you're observing them they're observing you and uh it's important, I think, to have an open dialogue and create conversation and share. And this is a weird time. Like, it's been a weird time, right? Like, I don't know when the exact date it started being weird and if it's going to end being weird, but it is. It is. We're all just making the best out of each day. And as someone who tends to overthink things, I have to remind myself that my number one job is to focus on that feeling emotion and how I'm feeling in this moment and sometimes that means for me choosing an emotion ahead of time which sounds silly right like because I can't predict the future if um, something really exciting happens like I can't plan for that or if something frustrating happens I can't plan for that either but 
choosing an emotion and deciding ahead of time, for example, with um, travel, like Shelby and I have picked up traveling and it's so nice getting out and seeing our families, but there's some anxiety there. Like, what's that going to be like? We haven't traveled as much. All of those like feelings that revolve around that. I tend, uh, historically, me personally would get stressed out just in the planning and making sure I had everything I needed. Unnecessary, but that's just like my human experience. That's how my brain works. That's how I like process. And I'm trying to be better moving forward, especially now that it's kind of a new experience again. Reminding myself, okay, like, yes, this historically has maybe been an anxious experience or something that felt overwhelming at times or um, something that wasn't fun for you in the past, but now's the time to reframe. Now's the time to see it differently. Now's the time to choose um, a different emotion. Now, again, we only have so much control, but I find there's a lot of power in saying, I'm going to be calm and have fun during this travel experience or I'm going to go into this difficult conversation with a colleague feeling empowered and uh, remind myself that I'm going to be a good listener and I'm going to and my goal is to leave feeling like uh, x y and z. So That, I think, is always so important. So, yes, in personal life and work, that's something I've always actually been much better about in work. And I think um, that goes along with having a team, etc. But saying, okay, and this this is like, we know that um, meme or whatever, that's like, that's a meeting that could have been an email. And I think this prevents that saying, what is the goal of this meeting that you have in work? And I'm sure many of you experienced that. Like, we want to get to X, Y, and Z. We want to accomplish such and such thing or you know, kick off this project. Kind of like to transfer some of those to our personal life. Like, what do I want to get out of this thing? Especially given that suddenly we are dividing our time in a new way again and looking at how do I want this experience to feel? How can I still prioritize taking time for myself? How can I create space for myself when like navigating this new season, thinking about all the areas of life that are changing or maybe growing and how you can support yourself. And it feels kind of silly, right? Thinking, oh, how can I support each and every single little area of my day in my life? But I find in so many ways it sets us up for success. So this kind of goes around like having a ritual or a routine. And I'm definitely one of those people that likes to set up uh, like a plan for the week at the weekend. So, you know, run errands that could be grocery shopping or looking at my calendar for the next week or um, just kind of sitting down with Shelby or whomever you live with and say, what are our plans this next week again? Is that still happening? Like just kind of recalibrating, regrouping and setting a plan for one another, setting a plan as, you know, a team and whether you're doing this for with your work team or whomever you live with or your friends. And I think this is like the perfect time to sit and be like, hey, like, what do you need from me this week? I, um, asked Shelby that the when we got home from California because she like hit the ground running with work and when we got back and I said hey like what do you need from me this week and she was like I need your help with like 
tackling a bunch of laundry stuff. I was like, okay, cool. And I did put it off a few days. And then a few days in, she said, hey, like you said to me, what do you need for me? And I just like really thought I was going to get support in this area. And I was like, oh shoot. Yeah. Like I did ask you that and I need to do it. So I think there's a lot of value in, um, asking those around you like, Hey, I could really, um, I really have some extra time to support you or even saying like, this is what would really help me this week, which can feel selfish. Like I know so many people in my life who, try to do it all themselves and it just doesn't work like you'll crash and burn outsourcing is so important so again work life or home life outsourcing for a project for work or outsourcing to other members of your family a friend if you're working on something together like this is a team effort we're all like one big team trying to get things done out here on this earth so utilize your team and maybe you haven't really thought about it like that you're you know you have a team like say at work or you play a sport like that's a a team you know you're on it's assigned it exists you know you're a part of it but it's nice to think about like all the different teams you have but they're all like one big support system around you and um learning to navigate asking for the things you need uh, moving forward, especially as things kind of like return to what was once considered normal, I think is so, so valuable. And be patient with yourself as this season is changing and growing and recognize where things feel like they're working or maybe they're not working. All this is just like open communication, which can feel so exhausting and so draining and overwhelming because it's like, oh gosh, like I'm tired. I got home from work. I don't want to have to talk about these 10 different things, but, and I don't blame you because (laughs) some days we're not in the mood. We're exhausted. We're not going to be our best selves. And maybe we won't be like a fun person to be around at that time. So that goes again to like saying what you need, saying, hey, let's sit down once a week and chat about this or saying, hey, I need your support in this season for X, Y, and Z. I think that's something I'm really seeing with my clients is learning how to ask for help. Um, Many entrepreneurs are used to doing so many things on their own um, when you're starting your own business or even in the first few years or forever, you tend to want to do it all yourself. You're like, I started this, I did every single thing from day one, you know, like I'm in, I was in charge of the graphic design and the actual business and I was in charge, I was HR, I was every single thing under the sun for this business and releasing those responsibilities is difficult and acknowledging that you need the help and surrendering and accepting the help is so big. Um, you don't need to be an entrepreneur to know that you're probably taking on too much in some ways and can outsource. And um, I always say, I think we're all entrepreneurs in our own way. Uh, We all are kind of like promoting ourselves constantly, (laughs) which sounds silly and makes a lot of people uncomfortable probably. But if you're at all online or in an industry that you're actively involved in, you're not just showing up and leaving your job at the end of the day and like ignoring it completely. And you're updating your LinkedIn and you're engaging with the world. Like, you're, you're your own, like, you're your own company and you're your own marketing team. You're doing all these things and it might not feel like much, but it's intentional and you're putting an effort in work. So, um, same thing, outsource where you can be gentle with yourself where you can and utilize 
the network you have around you to make your life easier. The energy stuff never really ends for me and I think it sounds silly, but it's just because it, it's it's in everything. It's a part of every single thing we do, um, whether we're sleeping, whether we're awake, whether we're exercising, whether we're lying on the sofa, whether we're communicating or not communicating, like energy is being used in different forms and to not acknowledge it and to not call it out is um, missing out on understanding ourselves in so many ways and understanding those around us or just how the world works in general. I know um, for me, I see how I need rest now in a way I didn't before, right? Like I've always kind of been like a very introverted extrovert. So I like that people time, but I like that time to myself, but I find myself needing to give myself maybe even a little more time to myself to recuperate than I would have thought. And I'm still working on that balance because I miss people and I'm allowed to be around them again. And it's hard not to beat yourself up. It's hard not to say like, there was a time where you would have loved to see people. There's a time you would have done anything to go sit out on your favorite patio and have a drink with some people you love to hug them and to just like see them like that that's something you would have killed for a year ago. How can you turn down that experience now? How can you not engage? And things are things are different. You have to be gentle with this moment you, the version of you that's here right now. I think about so many times and I think there's certain people I've met throughout my life who are kind of like stuck and or I've been stuck and you're as in there will always identify as their high school self or they'll always identify with that one job they had or they'll always identify with that one sports team they were on and it's it's hard not to right like being a part of something or um having a skill or being known for one particular thing becomes our identity and it can be hard for, like the, for the ego to let that go, to say, I'm, this was a part of me and it will always be part of my human experience, but it's not necessarily who I am today. And that release is very difficult. And I know for, I've gone through that wave in so many different parts of my my life and my human experience and being like okay changing and becoming something new doesn't mean or take mean anything bad about who I used to be and it doesn't take away from those experiences and what they taught me but I get to be here and now I get to change and my identity gets to shift and when I see people who go through that uncomfortable change, who are willing to see that there's other parts of them to explore and are ready and willing to get uncomfortable, those people appear to have so much more fulfillment in life. And when I think about those who hold on to these old identities almost too tightly because it's scary to become something else. It's scary to allow yourself to no longer be that one thing. Um, 
I see less happiness in them. I see that less fulfillment and I have been in that uncomfortable position where neither direction feels good. You're like, okay, am I going to hold on so tightly to this former self? Am I going to hold on so tightly to who I used to be, this old identity? Because it's starting to get uncomfortable. Like I'm white knuckling it. Like I'm holding on so hard. Um, everything around me is changing and growing, but like holding on to this feels comfortable because I've known it for so long, but it's getting hard. It's getting harder. It's getting heavier. It's getting heavier to hold. And this other thing that looks interesting or this new person or version of me, this, um, these other interests I want to follow, this other career path, I want to live my life differently. Like seeing this other option is scary. That change scares me. That change scares us. Knowing that I have to let go of this other thing in order to open up quite literally like and and be able to embrace this new experience is um, way harder than people let on. I feel in my mind it's easier for like younger people like kids. I feel like they're way more malleable than us but the older we get we get so set in our ways and we're just like this is me. This is who I am. This is what I stand for and that's it and I don't think we're that simple. I don't think we are one thing. I think we are as malleable as children and we're able to listen and learn and evolve and just thinking about so many times where I found myself in this middle place where I can continue to do what I've always done or I can take those very awkward, uncomfortable, like baby giraffe steps (laughs) toward this thing I want to do or be or become. I've sat in that middle place sometimes for way too long and that middle place is never like there's no, I'm not feel good at all when I'm there. Like I'm not enjoying the present at all because I'm so constantly thinking about the past, the future, the past, the future. There's no space for like being present in the moment right now. And you're feeling that tug of war, that pull from each side. Um, I really want to encourage you to take like a few steps towards that new uncomfortable thing. If you're feeling like this or, um, in the future or right now, take a few, um, baby giraffe steps, you're wobbly, it's uncomfortable, you're nervous that other people are going to watch you stumble a bit, or you're afraid to admit to those around you that you're like multifaceted, which sounds so silly, but of course this all goes back to like one of my favorite topics ever, which is the multi-potentialite and, um, having different interests and gifts. And for some reason, we're all still like so embarrassed by that one time I did a job interview and the interviewer was like so impressed by all my different interests and they were so like captivated by it and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back they were really like wow like we're so impressed that you do this thing and you love this thing and da, 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 da. and they like were just like building me up this whole time and then at the end of the day they were like but we just don't know if that would fit with our company and our business because we need you to be us. And correct, that was not a good fit because I love so many different things. I love doing so many different things. I have all these different passions and it wasn't going to be a good fit. But I think it spoke to a bigger picture and a bigger issue in that we as a society 
not just whether you're a single company or you're a person, have this fear of people being multidimensional. And it's almost like I need to have, you need to be flat for in order for me to understand you. Like you can, you're only allowed up to two hobbies and that's it. And one of them's probably your career title. And that's, that's all I can't accept anymore. It's too much information. I can't take that on. Um, it sounds so silly, but I'd be interested to hear other people's experience with this and know if you two have had others make you feel like you're too like multifaceted or you have too many interests or anything like that and yeah there's a fine line like are you not able to ever um are you not able to find satisfaction in anything because you're so interested in too many things well like yeah that's a different story but you're allowed to have seasons like artists and musicians have seasons like different albums sound different and they have different like seasons of work and we're constantly all creating different things and it doesn't mean each thing needs to be like a smash hit right not everything you're gonna create is gonna be a smash hit like it's just there's a chance it's not going to be but that's like I'm saying this not to make you feel bad I'm saying this to like take some pressure off I you know I don't know what I feel I know I've brought this up the last dance with Michael Jordan I'm I think about it all the time and when for a period of time he went to play baseball um and I'm sure everyone and I remember this actually I remember this like time oh god what was it 1996 I'm gonna google that um but it was in the 90s and he went to play baseball for a season and I'm sure so many people were like that's a bad career move that's silly that's dumb but it's not about making it like easy and obvious like oh it's not about making something look perfect and um, perfectly linear if it doesn't feel good for you. I would rather know I've tried so many things and gone after each idea and played and had joy in the experience than just did something that was only did the things that were expected of me because that was the case instead of um, finding joy, finding happiness. Um, and having that, those other things allow us to take a step away from work and everyday life and um, create in a new way. And we always come back refreshed and with a new perspective. So I don't know, it's just been on my mind and I, I really love um, and am always most drawn to people with this kind of variety to them. And especially when it's like not something you expect, right? Like when you hear celebrity interviews or whatever, and someone says like, oh, I actually like building guitars on the side and they're a chef. Like what? what? How'd you get into that? What does it have anything to do together? And they don't really have to have anything to do with one another, but it's just interesting. Like to me, that is like, those are the type of people I want to learn from and those are the type of people I want to be around because that means to me that they're willing to get uncomfortable and they're willing to fail and that's the individuals who find that fulfillment, who find that happiness and ultimately find the most success because they're ready and willing to put themselves out there and try something and 
they're the most fun people to meet at a party and I don't know I'm always so inspired by individuals who are doing that thing they want to do and it doesn't have to make sense and I think for me I for so long was like that doesn't make sense those things don't add up that doesn't perfectly align with that other thing and um, that's really oversimplifying us as humans. We're not that simple. Um, we There's so many pieces to us and we only end up using what, like a tiny percent of our brain power. So I really want to challenge you to try that thing you've been wanting to try. I feel like that's the message in so many of these podcasts. But if you've been waiting to try something, like now's the freaking time because if in two weeks you see your buddy doing that exact thing you've been wanting to do, you're going to feel really freaking silly for not trying it yourself because they're probably having a great time. And even if they don't do a great job at that thing, they'll be so happy they gave it a shot in the first place. I've been shifting and changing a little bit in that I feel like I'm constantly absorbing information in different ways and I go through seasons of how I like receiving information or which social media platforms I'm most drawn to. I shared last time that I've really been into TikTok. I'm still loving that. Um, For a few weeks or months, maybe I was not really into podcasts as in the listening. I'm not always in the mood for that, but I've really been falling back in love with it. And um, one podcast I really love is mostly beauty related. It's called Fat Mascara. Um, It's really fun listen just to, again, they do lots of interviews and talk about beauty news and everything. And I find it very interesting, the industry in general and um, people who are creating products for that industry and why they do what they do and how they got into it. I don't know. I'm fascinated. And then um, I recently discovered the Skinny Confidential, which I'm apparently been loving under a rock because she has a huge following and her and her husband have a podcast, which I think is just called the Skinny Confidential. And they've um, had it for quite a few years and interview some very interesting people. And um, like the name, the Skinny Confidential is um, not about like body size it's about like the skinny getting the 411 and it's it's pretty cool just to like see other people's interview styles and I'm always I'm just a curious person and learning about how other people do things and why they do them so um those are two podcasts I've been listening to and how I've um started to enjoy receiving information again I've been consistent with the morning journaling, maybe a little reading and getting out and going on a walk. It has done wonders for like my mental health and I might change it up a bit uh, going into summer and add some different like movement things in. But that like consistent ritual has been so, so good. And I cannot emphasize it enough that you've got to find something like change is good. It's okay if like you do it for a month and the next month you have a different ritual, but like it will make your life so much easier. And I like any time to, I like the opportunity to take out decision-making fatigue because when you have that routine set up, you have so much more space in your life to dedicate to that other idea or project. And you will find that you don't have to live as much within that middle space because you have more room in your life to dedicate to that thing instead of thinking about what I'm going to eat for breakfast each day when you could just be like, 
have your few things you eat and you have it consistently and you don't have to overthink it every day. So yeah, we're loving rituals and routines. We're making the most of it. I encourage them completely. I think they're open to change. It's a flexible thing. You don't have to do the same thing for the rest of your life, (laughs) but um, play into that, have fun with it. And as far as podcasting goes, I really... um, encourage you to listen to more podcasts too not just mine which of course I hope you do but um well if you've made it this far obviously you're a listener but there's other ways to consume information and consume content and same thing for your ritual routine what you listen to how you absorb information your career your life it's allowed to change you're allowed to be free and even that word might make you so uncomfortable, like change, ooh, scary, but um, this is your permission slip, please take it, allow yourself to change, allow yourself to explore and play and have fun because you deserve to have like that fulfilling life and um, you'll always find a way to bring it in to your experience and your world if it's what you feel like you're really supposed to be doing, so I love you guys. I love this space and I appreciate you so, so much more than you'll ever know. And I can't wait to talk to you next month. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Life with Zan. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and rate and review the podcast to give Life with Zan a little boost. I'll see you next month.